Hey, here we go again. Greetings from Elfie's World. Now, this is the place where, well, we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and maybe, maybe even give you the opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. Well, I am so glad that you decided to join us. Now, today, we're presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. These are, well, they're true stories which have either been excluded from the pantheon of history or, or overlooked for, well, for whatever reason. My name is Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. This is episode number 47, and it is entitled, The Real Black Bart. So, kick back, relax, and enjoy. Wait, 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 wait. A poetry writing stagecoach robber? <laughs> well, that's right. And what's more, he called himself Black Bart. But, uh, well, did he ever really exist? <laughs> oh, yes, indeed, he did. And here is his story. It all started August 3rd, 1877. A California stagecoach traveling from Fort Ross to Russian River was stopped by a lone gunman. He wore a long linen duster-type coat, and his face was covered with a flour sack with cut-out holes for his eyes. In a deep voice, he said, "'Throw down the express box.' Well, the fearful driver quickly complied." The next day, they found that empty express box, and in place of the over $600 in coins and checks, there was a poem that read, I've labored long and hard for bread, for honor and for riches, but on my corns too long you've tread, you fine-haired sons of... Well, you can probably guess the rest. It was signed, Black Bart. Almost a year passed before Black Bart was heard of again. It was on July 25th, 1878, when he stopped a stage traveling from Quincy to Oroville, California. Once again, he demanded the Wells Fargo Strongbox, and this time, he made off with over $700 in coins and jewelry. As before, the box was discovered empty. Uh, empty, that is, except for a poem which read, Here I lie me down to sleep, to wait the coming morrow, perhaps success, perhaps defeat, and everlasting sorrow. Yet, Come what will, I'll try it once. My condition can't be worse. And if there's money in that box, <laughs> tis money in my purse. But what made Black Bart's robberies most unique was that he never harmed anyone or even robbed any of the passengers. He just took the money from the express box, 
and left a poetic note in its place. He then seemed to well, vanish into thin air. Well, did uh, Black Bart's luck continue to hold? Did he go on to rob with almost magical impunity? Well, unfortunately for Black Bart, his luck began to change in 1883 when he held up a stage near Coppolopolis, California. This time, the express box jammed and cut his hand while he was trying to open it. When another rider arrived, Black Bart scooped up the muddy and fled, leaving behind a blood-soaked handkerchief with the laundry mark F-O-X-7. Well, after checking with 91 different laundries, the authorities finally were able to identify the owner of that handkerchief as one Charles E. Bolton. <laughs> he turned out to be a very distinguished-looking older gentleman with a gold-headed cane and a white mustache who was always impeccably dressed in a dapper suit. Well, in short order, Black Bart, a.k.a. Charles E. Bolton, was tried, convicted, and sentenced to a long term at the infamous San Quentin State Prison. However, after just four short years, he was released for exceptional behavior. After leaving prison, he vanished into history, never to be heard from again. But Charles E. Bolton left his mark on history as Black Bart, the poetry-writing gentleman bandit. His life was one that was amazing and uh, poetically true. Well, there you have it. Episode number 47, entitled The Real Black Bart. Now, it's part of our weekly series entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, each week, well, we feel privileged to present for your enjoyment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true accounts from history. Now, some of these narratives come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. Now, as a listener to this program, did you know that you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's price of $13.95 or a mere $7 per book, and that includes shipping and handling anywhere within the United States. Now, for more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com, and click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now, I would like to thank the following 
for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Council. Expert Publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Hoyne Tomish for the Piano Introduction. Dee Demizic for Breakfast Piano Jingle. Piotr, one, two, and three for Jazz Piano Introduction. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning.